Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsors over at Axe and Sledge Supplements. It is a new year. 2021 is off and running, and if you're looking for top-of-the-line supplements, everything from your pre-workouts, post-workouts, protein shakes, protein bars, just a badass company to support, Axe and Sledge is the supplement company for you. I've been working with these guys for over a year now. I've been taking their supplements for way longer than that, and what you see is what you get. I mean, it's quality stuff from top to bottom. I wouldn't be pushing it and supporting them if I didn't truly believe in it. A lot of you guys have already supported me with my discount code, and it's not going anywhere. It's still up and running, and I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have about the supplement company as a whole, but check it out, man. Axe and Sledge Supplements. Uh, go to axeandsledge.com and use promo code JGill10 at checkout for 10% off of your order. Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. We got a special edition up in this piece today. Uh, I have got my lovely wife, Miss Casey, in the Podfather Studios with me, coming at you with another episode of Justin K. Justin K. And this is an even more special edition because this is going to be our sixth installment of the mental health episode. Sixth one. This is number six. Wow. So, for those of you that don't know. I always make this disclaimer at the beginning of these episodes. So if you have never heard one of these before or if you've been a fan of the podcast and you've never seen us do one of these, we do not do them uh, any, on any kind of schedule. It's very organic when it happens. And I always start out by saying, I am not a professional. Casey is not a professional. We are not giving anybody any kind of advice on what to do with your life. Or if you have any kind of mental health um, diagnosis or issues or anything like that, we're just two people talking from a normal married couple's perspective. And I have lots of experience. <laughs> I was going to say, so yeah, Casey has, uh, here, you, you explain to those that don't know what's going on. Like you tell them like your background, um, if you don't mind. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, <laughs> what? The, for those of you that don't know me, or no, in general, um, I was diagnosed with um, severe depression and anxiety when I was 14 years old, so that was fun. Um, and then I have kind of gone back and forth with changing my medicine, getting off medicine, getting back on my medicine, um, trying to figure out what works for me. Um, and then when I was 19, I was actually diagnosed with ADHD, and so that's been real fun to have too. And so. If you ever heard me talk, now you understand why I can't talk in a straight line because I've got seven, 17 different trains of thoughts in my head. So um, there's that. And then um, flirting with the idea of another one, but I don't know for sure if it's right, so I don't want to go out and say that it is. But moral of the story, I've got mental health diagnoses, and it is something that I live with every day. Right. So that is her background. And she is very, she speaks on this, these topics very eloquently. 
and she speaks from a first person perspective because she does have these things. I am very vocal about I I don't have any kind of diagnoses. I don't have any anything that you know no medicine prescribed from a doctor, but that is neither here nor there. I just want everybody to know that baseline before we even get into these episodes because we are not trying to tell anybody what to do. We're just normal people trying to, you know, make it a little let what is it in the stigma, you know, like or at least break the stigma a little bit. Yeah. Everything's just, so stigmatized. Just make it a little bit more normal. So um but that that being said, I'm a normal human being as well and I need like I mean I have I'm not freaking rainbows and unicorns all day every day either but whatever we'll get into that in this podcast i just wanted to kind of lay down the groundwork for those of you that are new to these specific type episodes y'all know that we're usually super you know bubbly and happy and positive and all that good stuff and in these we kind of go all over the place so if this isn't your cup of tea i totally understand it we'll see you on the next one no big deal but for those of you that have reached out which there is a lot of you so much appreciated if you ever have anything that you need to ask Casey or myself on these topics, once again, not professionals, but our DMs are open. Like, um, please hit me with it. Yeah. Like, if you have questions that we don't cover, like, I I don't want any questions to go unanswered, but I can't right. speak for everyone's, mm-hmm. I can't pre-answer questions that aren't asked. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, and I, I don't know if I can speak for you, but I've been, there, there's not even a question that this is the most sought after and requested and talked about episodes that I do Casey this isn't Casey's podcast Casey's my wife who's just likes to come on and support and you know if she wants to jump on and say some things then that's awesome like it's but um anyway I get more requests for these than any other ones because and I get it from people from all walks of life obviously you know it's going to be in confidence it's nobody's business but the stuff that y'all say to me I can assure you I see it and hopefully what we do here helps you out in any way or makes you feel a little less weird about whatever's going on. But, um, yeah, that's just, I think it just, it provides a platform for people that, you know, whenever we sit there and say, break the stigma, raise awareness, yada, yada, yada. Like I have been walking with this that I know of for 13 years. So don't sit here and think that I'm just some freaking brave person that always wants to talk mental health and I'm not ashamed of anything. Not that there's anything to be ashamed of, but there's definitely, I'm sure there's people that are able to listen to this in the comfort of privacy and they might resonate with things that I'm saying, but they still don't feel comfortable with other people knowing Yeah, no or doubt. maybe they don't even know, but they resonate with things that I say. Like I can do it with um, 10 other people or you can listen to it by yourself and like be able to formulate thoughts and like let me provoke right. insight for you know, on any different level, whether you're ready to talk about it or not. Right. And I know like there's, for lack of a better term, there's a lot of assholes out there too that probably see like, oh, oh, rated JG mental health, like roll their eyes and Mm -hmm. what an idiot. Like, that's fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Kiss my ass. You know, I'm not doing this for anybody, but you know, me and Mm -hmm. you. But um, anyways, like I said, if it, if it hits one person or a group of people or whatever, and that, that's one more person than we reached before we started. So uh, also one more thing while you were talking, I also forgot to mention, um, if like I said, if this is your first time listening to one of our mental health episodes, this whole thing started because I've been with Casey forever. Next month will be four years of marriage, but we have been together, you know, my gosh, over ten or twelve years. Whenever you add them all up, we high school sweethearts, the whole nine, the whole nine yards. But I, I guess it was probably about two years ago when we started, when I started doing the podcast. I noticed that she was, you know, kind of 
at a point where her mental health stuff was all over the place and it was getting really hard for me to connect with you like mm-hmm. and I know you probably better than you know yourself you know I know you like the back of my hand you're my best friend we spend every minute of every hour of every day together but I'm human I can't fix what I can't see you know mm-hmm. and, and and it's been it's been hard for me to deal with it but anyways long story short she just got to talking one day about you know everything having to do with mental health just went on like a two and a half hour tangent just talking to me and I was like I just let her speak and I looked her in the face I'm like you should talk about this to people and she was like what do you mean I was like you don't have to at all but I just think that the way that you I feel like Casey has a vision of what she thinks she looks and sounds like whenever it comes to this stuff and it's the complete opposite because you're very you speak very eloquently about it you're very uh, empathetic you're very uh, articulate you say things that a lot of people need to hear and I just looked her in the face I'm like you should do it you should get on the podcast and I'll just use my platform to let you speak and guess what if you hate it if you you know regret anything that you say it's as simple as me hitting delete and we sat down and we recorded one and it's probably like the second most popular episode we've ever done and Casey was just like lit up afterwards she was like oh my god I enjoyed that like it came out how did I sound I'm like it sounded freaking awesome dude like and then we just got flooded with all these messages so I feel like I'm not speaking for you Mm -hmm. but I feel like it might be like uh therapeutic for you definitely maybe I I don't know I mean there's a lot of like the first thing that comes to my mind is one of the songs that I'm just I can't stop listening to right now it's called talk to a friend by slaves shout out love it and the main line in the song it says I wouldn't talk to a friend the way I talk to myself and I so, know that song. Ooh, that's a gym song. Yeah, and it's and it says um, something about you know the words in his head, like the way he formulates things that he tells himself. It makes like it help makes him see that he really le- needs help, mm-hmm. I guess. And so whenever I come on here, I disassociate myself. It's like me talking to somebody else that's going through it. And so I can be more empathetic because I'm mean to myself. Like everyone knows that that knows me. Like I, I'm not real nice to myself. But whenever someone else is going through this type of thing, it's almost like I want to protect them from everything. I don't want them to do to themselves what I know that I do to myself. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, like, it makes total sense. Um, and so it's a way for me to almost like when I listen back to it, I'm like, okay, like you want to fight and stand up for all these other people. How about you listen to Homegirl Casey on the mic? Like, why don't you take her words for <laughs> Homegirl Casey on the mic? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you want to take, you want everyone else to listen to you. And like, you're so like aggressively, like, I can help you. Please don't do this to yourself. Like, listen to me, you know, but I don't want right. to do it for myself to myself. So mm-hmm. it's like, it is therapeutic for me because I can disassociate and then go back later and try to be like, no, you're talking to yourself too. Hello, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's that's what I always try to go back to is tell you like I mean the, it's you, this isn't I, I just mentioned it earlier this isn't your podcast this isn't your thing but you are on here and you even mentioned it yourself like oh my gosh I can't believe I sound that way or I can't believe this you whenever we start doing stuff like this like even when I'm on my own or I have a guest listening back you almost get lost in the conversation and kind of forget what you say mm-hmm. and if you listen to it back number one you end up hating your voice said every, everybody ever yeah me too I'm like god what the hell do people listen to me for but it's different like you said it's like a third person view of yourself it's, right. it's very weird but it's also 
really cool because you're like, oh shit, I forgot that we brought that up, or yeah. I forgot that I said that, or and man, you get to, like you like, I was on a roll, you know. <laughs> yeah, you come to conclusions and like you get to answers that you've been asking for a while, answers Absolutely. to questions that you've been asking for a while, and you answer it yourself just by getting yourself there through talking. Absolutely. Anyone who knows me knows that I I literally. <laughs> <laughs> I have to talk my way into answers sometimes. Like, I don't even need you for this conversation. Yeah, shout out to all of our friend group because we'll be out. They all, if it, I mean, there's probably, probably I'd say t- our closest 10 or 15 friends that listen to this. They are going to crack up at this because they've all witnessed it. And I, Casey knows where I'm about to go with this. We'll be in public, wherever it is, out to drink, out to, out to dinner, whatever we're doing, just around our friends. And I'll, I won't even be involved in the conversation with Casey. I will see her and, oh, my God, her hands are flailing and her freaking eyebrows are going all over the place. And I'm like, I'll come over there to her, not even my conversation, and I will walk up and I'm like, Casey, Samantha, look at me. Reel it in. She's like, oh, shit. Okay, thank you so much. Anyways, moral of the story, and then she'll wrap it up. I'm like, And everyone starts dying because I know your brain is just, ooh, squirrel. There. <laughs> you know it's I mean? all important. <laughs> it's, it's all relative, and it all matters to build up the final line of what I'm trying to get to. She takes the roundabout way to get there, but that's what makes you you. Everybody loves it. I just, I'm it, exhausted. It cracks me up. <laughs> all of our friends are like, dude, Thank you for doing that because I had no idea what she was talking about. I go, well, there you go. She wrapped it up. Now you got the story <laughs> and we high five and go about the night. But, uh, no, sorry. We've already been 12 minutes into this. We haven't even started. For real? Yeah, I know. Right. Anyway, that long 12 minutes was basically just to give everybody an idea of like what our, I guess, vision mm-hmm. slash there is no goal with any mm-hmm. of this. It's just to just talk about it and any little bit that we can do. Uh, I'm such a small part in this. This is this is your thing that you know. I'm just glad to help. So it's uh, I feel like anything that we can do or say that makes people feel better is. I'm just uh, like a really. I'm not trying to sit here and talk like, oh, I know everything about mental health. Oh, I have every single mental health diagnosis you could possibly have, and I know everything. So listen to me because I'm right. It's I, not like that. I don't think it comes off that way at all. No, we, no, yeah. No, I'm just saying like because I have lived with this for as long as I have it's forced me to learn more about it it's forced me to experience more it's for a long time like and I can look back at other people that you know might have just been diagnosed for the last two or three years and I like see them talking about things in a way that I used to Mm -hmm. but like I have come to the realization of other you know like you called it like a metamorphosis like it's like Absolutely. I used to feel this way. Now I feel this way. Looking back on those, now I feel this. Like it's like you formulate new answers mm-hmm. every so often, and so it's like whatever I can do to help other people in whatever state that they're in. Don't think that I'm sitting here like I think I know everything, but yeah. I know what I do know is that I am probably the most emotional person on the entire planet, <laughs> and I feel way more emotions than any human being should. And so it's like I'm very, I'm very passionate about other people that feel any sort of negativity about themselves because of things they can't control. That makes sense. No doubt. That's a great way of putting it. Um, I think that you handle it very well. And um, you've been definitely the kind of person that people reach out to, to just kind of, I don't want to say validate, but, um, okay. well, so side note here. I think I just kind of talked myself into my point that I was trying to get at. Let me, let me flip it over from my perspective. Cause once again, I'm not you, but I have friends that, you know, have similar diagnoses and so do you. Mm-hmm. And, Nine times out of ten, whenever they, he or she, talks about a topic like this, uh, they're not really necessarily looking for an answer or they're not looking for 
justification for what they're just looking to just talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And if you, depending on how the conversation goes from whoever it's coming from, it could be as simple as you not saying a word and just nodding your head and giving Mm -hmm. them a hug. Or I've also had conversations till six in the morning and we end up drinking half a bottle of whiskey Mm because that's just how it goes. But like each individual person may feel it differently or need to express it differently. And at that same exact person may have different needs on different days. Bingo. That's a, <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. It's like what worked, what conversation worked for them last weekend when they were struggling might not work for mm-hmm. this one. You try to take that same approach and it ends up pissing them off or whatever. Well, it's and that's a- why I always like, I can't get words out fast enough whenever we're on here. Cause it's like, I'm sitting here, you know, if you ask me, okay, well how did you handle this? And I'm like, this is one experience. Yeah. Like, if I were to sum up 20 of them, I can't because one day the exact same thing that helped me yesterday mm-hmm. messes me up today. And, you know, yesterday I might have needed Justin's like, you know, encouragement or like, hey, you know what? Let's get out of bed today. Let's, you know, let's go to the gym together. Let's work out. And then that may have made me really feel great that day. And I'm thanking him. And then the next day he's saying that and it's like, stop pushing me. Like, do you, think I I'm, can't. do you think I'm fat? Yeah. Like, so it's, <laughs> it's just like, I, there are so many different, like whenever you're talking to somebody else and you know, there are no answers because there is no conclusion to this. Like mm-hmm. for people that have, you know, chronic diagnoses, like some people do have like momentarily moment, momentary depression or like, like fleeting. Yeah. Like in like moment, I don't want to say seasonal, but like as far as life goes seasonal, like, Um, and that's a real thing. You don't like a lot of people don't need medication for it. Um, but in that point of their life, everything that they feel is very real to things that I feel every day. I just have to live with it every single day. And it's not triggered more or less by one certain thing. It's Mm -hmm. just, this is, this is me. Hello. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that a lot of times whenever people want to talk about it or even hear about it, there is no, the end, there is no. There is no one thing that you finally come to to realize, oh, everything's going to be done. Oh, I corrected everything. Oh, well, I finally found the answer. So if I do this one thing, then it's going to be fixed. Like right. there's no, there's no fixing There's no anything. pill. There's, there's no, no there, food you can eat. It's, yeah. it's literally just learning how to live with it is the thing. Cause it's, it's going to be, you know, for those yeah. that have it chronic, um, you like for me, it's taken me a long time to, you know, come to terms with the fact that this is my life. This is, I have to live with this every day for the rest of my life. But at the same time, like not, not categorizing myself as a depressed person, but I'm a depressed, I'm I'm a person. (laughs) What? I'm a person. I'm a person with depression. I'm first and foremost, a human being that has something else. Mm -hmm. I am not that human being. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, exactly what you mean. Like, um, what I think that a lot of the, a lot of the, people that listen to this that have reached out there's I'm sure there's people that have listened to it that think it's stupid or that don't reach Mm -hmm. out at all but the ones that have reached out it's been cool uh once again I'm speaking from my point of view because I'm not up in your dms but like (laughs) it's been cool because I've had the people who have I don't want to say like that that are struggling with these things say hey man I appreciate y'all doing what you're doing hey this you know, made me, I was, I was having a rough day and I went back and listened to this and it made me feel better. Mm -hmm. But I've also really resonated with people who are in my situation Mm -hmm. who have, who are lucky enough to not be diagnosed with these things, but they are the person they care most about 
is. Mm-hmm. That shit's hard, dude, because you feel like you're the bad guy a lot of the time when all you want to do is fix it. Like, y- you just said it so perfectly a minute ago when there is no cookie-cutter solution. Mm-hmm. There is no solution to this. If there was, it wouldn't even be a thing. Everybody mm-hmm. would everybody would be like, oh, I have depression or anxiety. Let me go, whatever, do A, B, or C, and mm-hmm. it's done. There is no finish it's line. Not a, it's yeah. not a monetary thing either because right. you see some of the people that are the most wealthy in the world, they have it the worst. Like you, Absolutely. You just you can't fix it to those type right. of people that need answers for everything. Yeah. And it's that, hard. Yeah, and the people that are lucky enough to not struggle with these things that are just trying to help somebody that is it's a very it's very like rocky waters to navigate Mm -hmm. and once again whatever i'm doing to help casey if i can even help half the time i feel like i can't even help but don't take what i'm saying as gospel because Mm -hmm. what works for you may not work for their spouse whether Mm -hmm. that be a husband a wife a boyfriend girlfriend yeah. or whatever whatever it may be these are literally just our experiences no doubt so all of that being said we're kind of going off on a little Sorry. bit of a t- no it, it, that's i mean this is there's no script to any of this if you can't tell but this is may is mental health awareness month mm-hmm. which is why i asked you i never i never say hey let's do it i ask you would mm-hmm. you like to do one you lit up you're like absolutely let's do it and then we turn the mics on. So it's mm-hmm. what you see is what you get. It's very organic. This will not be edited unless I'm burping or yawning <laughs> into the mic or something like that. But no, I mean, it's, it's this is as raw as it gets. So I think something that I um, encountered the other day on social media made me really think of something that I haven't thought before um, or thought of before. It's not even just people that have the diagnoses. It's not even just the people that care about these people. But it's about somebody, especially that has no, they don't care about anyone with, I mean, that sounds, that sounds bad. I mean, like they don't have anyone in their life and they're not diagnosed either. So I feel like it's probably especially hard for them because wait, like hold, to wait. understand mental illness. Say that again. So Sorry, like, okay, I, you lost say, me a little bit. So say, um, you know, you don't have any diagnoses. Say that I didn't have any diagnoses mm-hmm. and I didn't have anyone in my family or anyone in my friend group. So we are not exposed to it. So when you hear about it, it's like, that's not real. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like that's also, I've always been like, oh, the person that has it and struggling with it. But then it's also important for the people that care about them. Well, it's also important for people that don't think, I don't have to experience it. I'm not saying they don't think it's real, mm-hmm. but it's hard to believe something that you have. To, it's hard to believe something that's real that you haven't actually experienced, you know? Yeah. So, um, so it's fr- this these podcasts are for anyone and everyone because right. mental health exists in the world, whether you're exposed to it or not. Yeah, no doubt. And this month, I didn't even know there. I honestly didn't know there was a mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. So, um, what does that, what does this month trying, I'm trying not to frame this question and sound like a douchebag. Like, Oh, what does this month mean to you? Mm-hmm. But like, what, does it I don't know if it like signifies anything for you or like how does it make you feel that there's like an entire month dedicated just to this does it make you feel like here so the thing is that with this conversation I'm so like unapologetically advocating for it all the time um and you know even though I'm like always like trying to talk about it if it's relevant or I mean, it's always relevant, but like sharing stuff on social media all the time, like 
sometimes I do know like in the back of my head, like Casey, you're taking it overboard. Like this is literally all you talked about. Well, in May, I don't care. Like, cause that's, it's mental health awareness month. And if I post 10 things a day about it in May, you can't say anything to me. Like Mm -hmm. it almost like lets me actually feel unapologetic about being vocal about it. It lets me like on a personal level. Cause even if I do sit there and think, Oh, I probably need to reel it in some, I don't because that's not what, other like other people may not need that and I don't care to like I mean I say that I don't care like I don't want to annoy people I don't want to be like overbearing about it but at the same time like you don't know who is paying attention that day that you reached on one day that wasn't paying attention the other days you know what I mean yeah I know exactly what you mean and that's I think that might even be a little bit of like your anxiety speaking because the (laughs) fact the fact that you even have to second guess posting something about mental health because you don't want to annoy somebody. You think I want to see people's kids going to kindergarten? You think I want to see what fucking lunch you ate? You think I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about half the stuff on my social yeah. media. And I'm sure without a doubt, people don't care what I'm doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Scroll right along. I don't yeah. care about your life either. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, but so don't ever, I mean, totally be unapologetic about that. It's your social media. It's people that are on whatever page it is. Uh-huh. They're either pro- most likely your friend or they're a hater that just wants to keep up with your life. So either way, yeah. I mean, that's a dub in your category. Like, I just, I think them. that I think that it's just another thing that people like society invokes this idea that um, people that are trying to spread awareness or talk about mental health, like it's attention seeking almost, and oh, it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think like, and because a lot of people are that way that are taking advantage of it, but at the same time, like, that's a good. I don't want to sit there and force you to hear my intentions, like. At, like at the end of the day, some people are going to think I'm posting this for attention and then a lot of other people are going to know it's not about that. It's about making it more like just just talked about. So it's more, I don't want to say common, right. but to normalize it. Like this is a I, thing that people deal with and I'm not an alien. Like I feel like, once again, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for the masses. I'm just speaking from myself. But I definitely definitely struggle with what you just said about like how some people use it for attention. Mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of people overdo it, mm-hmm. That, but that's my own shortcomings. That's my own mm-hmm. judgment, which is wrong. But, and then as soon as that, that thought enters my head, it just as quickly leaves because I'm like, I don't know what's going on in their life. Like, and you know why you think that way? Because we talk about because it. Because of you. Exactly. But, um, oh shit, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, uh, like, once again, my, my perspective, but if I'm scrolling down Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be, and somebody is simply reposting something that's like in the stigma mm-hmm. or be nice to somebody today, if that kind of content is offensive or annoying to you, don't you think you need to do a little bit of soul searching for yourself? Like mm-hmm. that same person that gets offended by those is probably going to repost or share something about the president or mm-hmm. um how uh, building the wall or mm-hmm. i don't even know just something like the point i'm getting at is like they your your social media platform whoever you are like you you can put what you want on there and if something that's that harmless mm-hmm. bothers you that's a you might need to do some real mm-hmm. inner self talk and figure out why things like that trigger you. 
but other things that are way more harmful and way more detrimental to other people. You don't pe- think twice about. Yeah, like, you, does that make sense? Yeah, like, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, like You need to question your where you're coming from with like, that. Like, Why oh do you my, feel these things? Oh, my God. I can't believe people want to know that depression's a real thing. Those evil. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong that, with people? I think that we had talked about this earlier. I think that um, for me, like I said, I didn't feel this way about the term awareness even five years ago. But yeah. today, what awareness means to me is it's almost trying to I feel like some people hear that term and you want to think it's someone's el- hold on rewind <laughs> people hear that term and they want to think that the person using it is using it as a cop-out awareness does not mean excuse anything that I've done because I have depression mm-hmm. or um, I have anxiety so I freaked out and cuss you out like and, and, uh, sorry I have anxiety it's it's what it is like mm-hmm. that's not awareness to me awareness is you're walking and I'm right next to you but I'm having to bear crawl it is my job to get myself where I'm going regardless of whatever quote-unquote disability I have that's making me bear crawl while you can walk it's still my it's still my struggle to overcome mm-hmm. So I'm not asking for a handout, but I want you to know just so that you understand that this isn't as easy for me. I don't say easy, but I want you to know what I'm dealing with so that if I'm acting a certain type of way for myself, that's not inflicting anybody else around me. That might be why just be a little bit more patient with me because this is not for me what it is for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like patience is a, big thing you know that that old saying patience is a virtue that that obviously is applicable to many different things and Mm -hmm. you know how whatever lens you're looking at it through life but with you a thing that I've noticed with you over the years like I mentioned you know we've been together for so long I've seen you struggle with once again I'm not trying to be offensive at all I'm just speaking on it but you have told me that you feel like you have a perception you think you know how people perceive you mm-hmm. and you need to live up to some sort of expectation to people. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I articulated that correctly, but basically what I'm getting at is like... I'm trying to fill the y- shoes that everyone else has created for me. That you created for yourself, I think. That yeah, I yeah. think everyone else yes. created. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like what I mean by that is it could be as simple as... I'll use a real life example. Um, like uh, our friends have a... A, a cookout and a sit around the fire night at their house or something. It's all of our close friends, literally people we see all the time. And you've had like full on, like almost like anxious, like breakdowns before we leave because you're like, I just don't have it in me tonight. Like, I don't want, and I'm like, don't have what in you. These mm-hmm. people care about you. They are your friends. You don't need to be screaming and dancing on top of a table or doing backflips to entertain these people. They're your friends. They don't expect anything from you, but you think people are like, oh, Casey's here. She's the life of the party. You know, if you're not on cloud nine at all times, people, you think that you're like letting them down. And I, I don't suffer from the things that you do, Mm -hmm. but I fully understand that aspect. Mm -hmm. And I have to like sit you down and be like, Casey, like these are, they don't care if you walk in in high heels and a thousand dollar dress with your makeup. Like you can go. That ain't gonna happen. I know. <laughs> ever. I, I know. But, but I'm just trying to make a point. Like I'm saying, the these expectations that you feel mm-hmm. that other people have for you aren't even real. 
and I've had to like sit you down and be like, babe, they love you. Yeah. Just like I do. Like, we can go. You don't need to do anything. And most of the time, those nights, you end up having the most fun because yeah. you go in with your guard down. But it's something that... So let me tell you a conversation that I literally just had this week with one of my new coworkers. Not a coworker. Um, she... So I'm the... I'm in a ma- managerial standpoint now in my life. And so she is my... Technically my subordinate. Whatever. I hate that word. But it is what it is. Um, one of my baristas was like, um, you know you're so positive all the time. Like it's so refreshing to be around you. Like you just, you make it so easy to come to work. Like it's, I just, I love working with you cause you're like such a positive person. And she was like, how are you like that? And I was like, Oh, sister sledge. If you only knew like, and <laughs> Bruh, how much time you got? <laughs> right. And so that's one of the things though, that, you know, one of my conclusions that I've come to is that whenever I'm around a person that's just negative all the time, negative Nancy like it's draining I've called these people energy vampires before because they're literally sucking the life out of me (laughs) and so I almost have come to you know hold myself to the standard that if I'm not being positive it's selfish because it's selfish to the other people around me because it's inflicting whatever I'm going on or what is whatever I'm going through on the people around me and so it is it's something that I have it's a standard that I have created for myself and no one else has ever said that to me. No one else has ever made me feel that way. But I have come to that conclusion on my own that if I'm going around, you know, it's it's one of those things like people don't want to sit there and um, they're not like they if you break your arm, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry that your arm's broken. That really sucks for you. How can I help? But they don't want to actually see the break. They don't want to see the ugly. They don't want to see what you have talked about hurt so bad. You know what I mean? Like, so it's almost like one of those things. If I take the mask off and I'm around a lot of people, mm-hmm. it might make them uncomfortable because it's it. You don't want to see somebody like that. You don't want to see somebody in their lowest low. So, you know, a lot of the time I'll just pass up invitations. and I'm like, you know what? I need to stay home. And it's not even a matter of I think that there would be an issue with other people seeing me that way. I just don't I don't want to put that brand on myself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be the person that shows up and is just by themselves and like in a bad mood. And does that make sense? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as much as it can to, to like, I'm, I'm no, I don't personally, like I can't put myself in, in those shoes cause I, I don't necessarily have those exact feelings, but yeah, the way that you explain that, I can totally see that, yeah. you know, like I'm, I can, but I also think that that's where a support system is important because you need to have somebody in your corner or a, you know, an army of people in your corner that are unapologetically going to boost you up and reassure you that there's nothing that you need to prove to literally won't let me kill myself with words because they're too busy putting positive words in my head you know what i mean like yeah i think that this uh i think that you being so in tune with what's going on in your brain and stuff over these last couple years uh this is not aimed at anybody but i think that you've weeded out some pretty shitty people in your life um and you know take that as it will but like i think that the group of people that you are consistently around is without a doubt the most positive and influential people that have we've ever had like as Mm a you know we're both 27 i just have such a solid friend group that i feel like i i don't have to be anything that i'm not around them that's exactly the point i was trying to make yes that's, that's exactly it and so it's one of those things that like if I do 
you know, pass up the invitation, I don't think they're going to be mad at me for. They're going to understand, hey, Casey didn't come because Casey needs a Casey day. And it's mm-hmm. fine. They're not going to sit there and hold it against me. Right. They're not going to sit there and not invite me to the next thing because Casey needed a timeout. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but then at the same time, like if I have enough pa- like passed up invitations in a row, then my door starts knocking down. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like, okay, we'll let you, we'll let you try to figure this out on your own. But mm-hmm. after a while, you're not allowed to s- right. block us out anymore. Like yeah, we're coming sure. in whether you want us to or not. So, absolutely. Um, and I think that it like for the first time, like honestly in my life, I have such a good solid like group. Like I just, I don't, they don't need anything, anything from me other than me to be myself. Yeah. They don't need mm-hmm. me to fake out anything, you know, like, right. yeah. And that's a one. That's something we've talked about a lot is like, it's a pretty, pretty, generic term that we use but like being a friend costs zero dollars uh-huh. and being excuse me not being a piece of shit costs zero dollars uh-huh. you know what i mean just like navigating through life and just as corny as it sounds like just trying to be the person that you maybe like you representing the kind of like traits and attributes that you want in a friend uh-huh. Like whenever you project those things, you kind of attract those things yeah. in theory, you know, not all the time. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's sour grapes in every bunch, but like, I think that something we talked about earlier, this is a nice little, little shift. Um, something we talked about earlier was like our group and I, I mean, I'm not going to go into details, but there was a good couple months where our group was like kind of down and out. Like everyone was mm-hmm. just going through it. And I think it's just the way life was for that amount of time and i'm i'm talking a a friend group of 10 to 20 people on any Mm -hmm. given week and it was weird it was like a like a cancerous tumor that just like kind of spread like there was something in the air it was weird and we were literally all going through terrible shit and nobody like i mean we talked about it but nobody really did it was just kind of understood like and we we can I mean get into it a little bit I guess but like it was it was very infectious yeah no pun intended I just used that can I didn't mean to <laughs> say that kind of representation twice but like it's weird because um kind of circling back here what I think that you the energy you put out in the world is what you receive and what you attract not all the time but most of the time um and unintentionally a lot of us in our group were just going through stuff nobody wants to go through bad stuff Mm -hmm. but it was just you know whether it's losing a job or going through a breakup or i don't know having car troubles and you know family members getting sick and Mm -hmm. whatever it may be it just kind of was like a domino effect after enough negatives it's hard to sit there and convince yourself out of being negative right absolutely but what's really cool and I have talked about this with you multiple times, but we're going to take a second here and give shout outs to our friends on a specific level, because I feel like that's something that I get a lot of. Oh, we calling people out now? No, in a positive <laughs> way. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. feel like this is something that's really fulfilling for me. And, and I know you're the same way mm-hmm. as like, I just, I, there's nothing more enjoyable than like seeing people you care about succeed mm-hmm. and level up and just be just I don't know just just get stuff that I genuinely think they deserve mm-hmm. like I, that. that's what I was saying earlier in the truck I said like in the most like this is going to sound negative but I mean it completely positive I feel like all of our friends are getting what they deserve right I don't say all of them because mm-hmm. you know 
but for the vast majority of the people that we really, really care about, mm-hmm. we've been seeing everyone struggle, including ourselves for right. a while. And then now, you know, good opportunities are just they like, it's a big win for like all of us a lot of the time. Absolutely. And so it's just so exciting too, because no one in the group is trying to compete with the other person. Like, Oh, well my winning was even better than yours. Like, let me, you know, it's like, everyone's just so freaking happy for each other. Like, yeah, you just got to be selfless and just understand it. Like it's just why at the end of the day, why would you, why would you be envious or anything other than happy for people you care about succeeding Mm -hmm. and i'm going to start out with and don't you're going to be like no i I genuinely wanted to like i could not be more proud of you and i think i've you're talking about me yeah we're going to start with you oh i didn't know that i'm sorry i thought you were talking about somebody else well no we will no we will we i mean i i have a lot of people that i want to give their you know throw their roses at them because i feel like it's just this is a good platform to do it on but starting with you is this is something that's super cool on my end as your husband because I get to see a part of you that nobody else gets to see and the behind the scenes, the good, the bad, the ugly. But you've just, in the last, I would say, eight months of your life, you have achieved more. You have leveled up. That's the term that I keep using. But, like, you have just progressed. And I, it's a linear progression. There is no setbacks. It's been consistent hard work, consistent showing up every day, consistent wiping your dirt off your shoulders and just trekking along for so long. But these last like eight months, you are two classes away from getting your degree in community health, Mm -hmm. graduating with over a 3.0. I don't know what your exact GPA is, but there's that. So you're about to be a college grad. (laughs) All the meanwhile, you have received more promotions at work in such a short amount of time. I don't even think, I mean, you work for a large corporation. We won't say the name, but like, well, it's only been one promotion, but, but it's, Oh my God. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I see, suck. this is what I deal with. <laughs> Just stop. I'm trying to tell you how good you're doing, but like this, prom- th- this company is very corporate. They're very by the book. They're very whatever. They have no, no problem not making you feel special. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they have just been, number one, they're helping you get through school, mm-hmm. which is a degree you're about to obtain. They are giving you raises. Then they give you a promotion. Then they put you through a training program to become, to set you on a path to get even more money, more promotions, mm-hmm. more responsibilities. They are giving you all that, which is absolutely an objective thing it's not like oh we love casey no they're looking at numbers they're Mm -hmm. looking at success they're looking at bottom line that you've earned Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's not because they think that you're warm and cuddly and fun no you're a valuable asset to their company you are contributing to their bottom line you are helping their brand succeed that's an objective goal that they see being hit from a financial standpoint so all of this all this success you're going through all this whatever is still going through with school you're still a wife you're still a friend you're a daughter you're a sister you're a you're a boss you're a co-worker you're a subordinate you are mm-hmm. like i mean you're you're achieving so much stuff and it's so cool to see like from my end because i know that you get you you know you've been 
life kicked you in the ass for a long time. And it's been really, really cool to see finally the like the progression and the things that you deserve are coming around. And it's for as much as anyone in your corner wants to take credit for it, we can't. We're just a support system. You earned it. You did it. I'm not going to work for you. I'm not waking up in the morning taking pills that help you not feel things. I'm not the one studying. You are. And look at all the stuff that's came from it. Financial gain aside, like personal progression, like, I mean, self-worth and self-value, it's awesome. Like, you you just, you've been killing it. I couldn't be more proud of you. Now she's crying. I can't. (laughs) No, I didn't mean it like that at all. Um, I'm it's it's. And thank you, first of all. Um, it's just, it's overwhelming to think about the last couple of years and like how down and out I've been. And like, that's almost why these podcasts started happening is that I needed, I needed a platform to get out of my own head and do something that I felt I could contribute to, which was helping other people. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time, man. And it's, awesome. you know, you keep, you, hearing, it. you know, keep working hard. And like one of these days, it's going to be worth it. One of these days you'll understand. And it's the same with my mental health too. Like, dude, it's a, it is a struggle. I hate the word suffering. I'm not suffering, but it is a freaking fight. Like it really is. It's exhausting. And like a lot of days you just don't know why and you don't know when it's going to be over. And then right one day you look up and you've like had a couple wins in a row and you're like, Oh my God, this is why I was doing everything. You know, like this is, this is finally like, I'm finally feel like I earned this, you know, like I I know that makes sense. Yes. I absolutely know. If anyone knows you, it's me. I mean, that's why I'm not, like I said, I didn't mean to make you cry Sorry. at all. No, I'm just, I'm very proud of you. And it's cool because you, you know, you're, you're, I'm trying not to sound like just an absolute cheese ball here, but like you, you don't need to be anything for me. Like, I mean, I loved you when we were kids and you didn't even have a job. You didn't have a car. You didn't have, you couldn't be the life of the party because we weren't even allowed to part. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't I don't need anything from you. Yeah. But I feel like these things that you feel about yourself, you're achieving them. You're achieving goals you may not have even set or known that you had. You're you're hitting all these things and it's finally giving you the satisfaction that nobody else can give you. Yeah. You're you're finding satisfaction within your own journey mm-hmm. that sounds so corny i didn't i'm not trying to like i know people are probably rolling their eyes like i'm not trying to be that way at it's all just, i'm it's, just it we've had like fight like for anyone listening like and anyone that knows me justin's like it, it's come to fights before like with him you know telling me all these good things and i'm like you're lying like i don't do that i i'm not that per- like you know what i mean and he was just trying to compliment me it and happened then, just a minute ago. You didn't even let me start. <laughs> I got one word out. You're like, no. Um, but it's just one of those things that like, I'm like, if you know me at all, you know that I'm like by far, by far my biggest enemy. Why do you think the biggest song I'm relating to right now is talk to a friend, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just, I, for the first time and I don't like, I really couldn't tell you last time that I genuinely felt proud of myself and I do. And it's like, I don't know how to handle it. I don't, I can't handle it. I think you're handling it beautifully. I mean, there's everything, all the accolades and all the attributes I just listed that are, you know, on your resume now, they're not going away. Mm -hmm. Like you're still in the process of achieving them. I, I'm not doing that for you. Granted. I mean, I'm here. Y'all, y'all don't get to see when she comes through the door and I'm like, Hey babe. And she's like, 
uh, don't. <laughs> she's like, don't. Just don't even say anything sweet. I just want to uh, just hold me. Let's, and then let's I'm just like, not talk for an hour. And I'm okay. like, okay, that's what we're doing today. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you're laughing, but I'm dead serious. I know. She will. There's been multiple days where she'll be like, I feel hey, emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need a hug. Just hug me. I need a hug. She told me, yeah, this was probably about a month ago, give or take. She was like, um, it, it might have been like a, let's say a, a Sunday. And she's like, you know what, babe? I can't wait for tomorrow. I am going to wake up early. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to already know what meals I'm going to eat. I'm going to absolutely kill it. I got my playlist set. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. And then, uh, you know, awesome. I'm, that that sounds great. The next day, I'm like, I'll text her like, "Hey, what's going on?" Currently, shoving Chick Fil A chicken biscuits <laughs> in my mouth with avocado spread and here and and, and this and then uh, a gallon of Dr Pepper. And I'm like, "Fair enough. That's a little <laughs> bit of a, a 180 from the game plan." Who but are you? <laughs> she's like, "Shut up. I'm fine. I'll do it tomorrow." And I just I don't need to hear it. I'm like, "I didn't say anything. You're like, <laughs> do you need me for this conversation?" I, yeah, exactly. But no, hey, whatever. Like I said, those, you need those days every now and then too to keep you on track. Like that, those days don't completely derail you from all the positivity mm-hmm. and stuff. You know? Oh, do not get me wrong. I've had my fair share of mental breakdowns in the past eight months. Oh. But when I say fair share, if you take this eight months and you compare it to the eight months before that, oh, yeah. then it is. A fraction of the amount of mental breakdowns I used to have. Amen. Now, am I one spilt coffee away from another one? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I just, I'm super proud of you. And I feel like right now, uh, let's play, let's play a game. We have not even, we have not rehearsed any of this, but I want to see. You can't put me on the spot How like many, how many of our people close to us we can compliment right now? Because I feel like our level up has been awesome and Shit. I can't, I'm super happy. And first one that comes to mind is um, two of our closest friends, Brandon and Claudia, yeah. have both received promotions in their respective fields, and they are welcoming a baby within the next like four months, and yeah. that's so cool. They both mm-hmm. bought new vehicles in the last couple months. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have anything to do. They with doing fi- the damn thing. Even, it has nothing to do with finances. Yeah, I'm just saying they're adulting, like for real. Couldn't be more proud of you guys. <laughs> so shout out to you. Throw you your roses. He's literally like physically throwing air right now, but he's throwing so, roses to you. There you okay. go. Now, who else can you think of? Josh Birch. Shout out the boy, mm-hmm. Josh Birch. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Did his first full band performance at the boxcar. God, I'm getting goosebumps. We had so much fun. You know, because it's like he's, he's, you can tell he just, he doesn't really believe in himself you can see it like he was so nervous to get on stage he was like tripping (laughs) he was tripping and like the first like 30 seconds of the first song he sang were like he was pulling himself away from the microphone you couldn't really hear him because he was was nervous about sound you know and then by the time he got to the second chorus he's screaming into the mic like this is my this is my stage let's go and so it's just couldn't have been more i remember whenever he was you know getting nervous about posting a a cover of a Post Malone song a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and now he's you know out there Rocking full band out. like it was full on like it was like a rock show. Yeah. I was like couldn't be more proud. We were we were five inches from him while he was playing, screaming in his face. So that's a great one. Shout out Josh Birch. Next, uh, th- these two go hand in hand, but Autumn and John. Yeah, Autumn has been working her way up in her company and secured this amazing job for over a, probably two years now. Mm-hmm. Bought her own home, has a beautiful. You know, that, that Jeep is sick. She is starting another health journey. She's already lost, like, five pounds, and she's only been doing this. She got a freaking fitness coach. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, I'm just, 
Couldn't be more happy. John, I said, you do you, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. John got a managerial position at a brand new company. Yep. He's helping turn them around. And yep. they've are, within like a month, his boss was like, no, nah, dude, like this is all you, man. Yep. You're already killing it. So shout out to them. I mean, and they're that what a what a power duo that is Freaking right pow- now. No shit. So power good, couple like you wouldn't believe. Good for y'all. Good people just doing good things. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Lisey, Lisey just had a baby. Is it baby? She, he's so cute. Good for her. Able she, crew. She's be. killing it. You know, my gosh, the fact that you can bring a human being into the world is no shit. A, a feat that I can't even God. wrap my mind around. Women, shout out to y'all. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, Preston and Abby just Preston bought a home. Preston and Abby. What two? Like uh, good things could not happen to uh, gooder people. You talk about <laughs> two the two of the most genuinely nice. Good people. Like, just sweet human beings. Yeah. Got a amazing, beautiful house mm-hmm. around our area, and they just closed on it like two weeks ago. Also, shout out, Preston was playing lead guitar for Josh in his full band also show. Also, John playing the bass John was in the freaking show. God, yeah. See, it's all connected. So, shout out to Preston and Abby. Alex got a big promotion, and now he's, mm-hmm. instead of being in the field, he's in the office for mm-hmm. his job, you know, which is ultimately going to lead to him owning and operating that business like mm-hmm. couldn't be happy he got a brand new beautiful ford the other day mm-hmm. shout out to alex Lo- mr Inglefarts. love you to death Five thousand. let's go i know i know we're missing some more i know i i'm i just had a panic attack in my head because i'm like who are we forgetting because if we forget someone then it's gonna hurt their feelings i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings i want everyone to be happy i i have <laughs> but i'm just i'm just saying like if we miss somebody uh-huh. that's not my intention freaking destiny heard that she was struggling because her dad was oh, you know in going the hospital, through really yeah. Like she hadn't heard him talk in like two months and he was in the ICU and he was on a respirator for a while. And like, you know, Destiny is another one of those people that's always positive, like always happy in your face. Like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. we're going to be happy. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, she had to come to my house for like a solid 30 seconds or 30 minutes because she was just having a breakdown and she just didn't know what to do. And now her dad's talking. He's off the respirator or the ventilator. She moved to Dallas. She's got that nice apartment. mm -hmm. That's freaking awesome, man. Like I'm just... I don't know. There's just a lot of people around uh-huh. us that are Avon and Ishmael. Hell yeah, they've been happy together as shit together. Now. I love they, them. They stay winning. I don't know. Avon's one of like the hardest. She's just a boss. She's been a boss like the entire time, and her. she she has struggles that people don't know about. But I just feel like she's just all she's just always got her shit together, yeah. man. I feel like that's a very like that couple is when they show up. It's it's always a good time. Like they mm-hmm. just march to the beat of their own drum. Mm-hmm. They're non problematic. They're just fun to be around, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. Mm-hmm. Corey's got a girlfriend. Shout out C Ross. C Ross. Still doing his thing. He's on a weight loss journey. He's mm-hmm. lost over 20 pounds. So let's go. Just in time for summer. Christian and Shannon are happy as shit. Oh my God. Love him to death. Like it's, it's, I don't know, I man. Just I just, stop. I'm very happy. Like, I'm sorry we went on a little tangent there, but mm-hmm. like that's, it's these, everybody in this group that I just mentioned, we just, it's very nice to see and everyone. If we didn't mention, please off. don't get it personal because I, I'm already distracted, and I've got distracted by the bubbles in my Topo Chico. So, like, <laughs> oh, Kevin and Tara got oh, a house. See? They see? moved. In, they moved in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yay! Good mm-hmm. for y'all. Blake is like the best. Keith and Lauren, the best like child of all time. Mm-hmm. So shout out to raising a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to raising a dope yeah. girl that uh-huh. we like hanging around already. Yes, Keith and Lauren. Oh my gosh, all uh, happy. Keith's all with. He's working up in that Gerdau company. Like I'm mm-hmm. just. I don't know, man. I'm just very. Super happy. Big Russ and Jessica, they bought a house. I don't mm-hmm. know what city it's in, but they just got a home. They mm-hmm. moved out of that apartment. That's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just, there's a lot of good, positive things going around, man. And it's like, it's just, it's so nice to see because I feel like a lot of people, like that, and you're, 
blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that energy you put out, it's like, it's contagious. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, I'm excited for everybody. And, I'm and you got a job. You I got a brand new job at Kubota. I did. And you a big boy and he looks hot every day he goes to work. He's got to wear a button <laughs> up and some slacks and I said, papi. You're an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm, I was, man, I, just from personal experience, I was going through some bad stuff for a while there. It was, um, people close to me know about it, but, you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. But there was a good couple months where uh, the, the the situation you were talking about earlier, about how the the uh, expectation, I was about to say situation, the, uh, the expectation people have of me uh-huh. um, is something that I probably inflict upon myself. But, like, I'm very happy very positive very glass half full very much the guy that people tend to reach out to when they need advice or whatever mm-hmm. i didn't ask for that title that just kind of freaking happened like mm-hmm. i mean i'm not dr phil i don't know what the hell i'm doing but like it's been weird because i have not been happy mm-hmm. i have not been in a good headspace i have been the most shit i, I mean just you've been going through it worse than i've ever seen you had to go through it before life's been shitting on you it's been rough, but it's fine. I mean, like, it's nobody's. Stop writing it off. It's it, a big thing. Like, this is why I'm so happy for you because you were going through it more than you possibly could deserve. I'm not saying that anyone deserves to go through it, but it's like you see people's losing seasons and it's like, you know, they're going to come out of this and they're going to be so much better. And like, you know, maybe at the end of the day, it was good for them to go through this. So now they learned X, Y, and Z. And it's like, we were there and then more happened and it just kept happening. And, and like now, you know, you just finished your first week making more money than you've ever made and the biggest boy job you've ever had. And you are just like, I don't want to say you're a completely different person, but it's like you're, you are getting what you deserve, what you've deserved for a long time now. And I've, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy that like, I'm just so proud of you for like not stopping. I know that stopping is not an option, but at the same time, that doesn't negate any sense of pride that I have that you didn't stop. Does that make sense? Like you just kept applying. You just kept, you know, interviewing, like you didn't care. You just didn't stop. It was annoying and it sucked, but guess what? You just finished your first week and you, you feel like you're on top of the world right now and you feel, you know, like you don't know at all what you're doing, but at the same time, you're proud of yourself because you're doing it. And it's like, you know, I don't, it's one of those freaking Rob Bailey songs. It's so stupid. It's like, we don't know what we're doing, but we're fucking doing it. And like, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. That's well, I, Thank you. It's very nice. I just, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, my God, the first whole half, the first half of this podcast was me saying like, Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I've never, ever, ever in my life experienced depression or, anxiety or like I I just kept telling Casey like I don't know any other way to put it I'm not asking for none of y'all even knew about this but like I was just straight up sad Mm -hmm. I was just like I'm not the woe is me take pity on me kind of person but dude I was getting kicked in the dick Mm -hmm. I mean over and over and I mean from every angle I could not Mm -hmm. win and it also sucked because like I feel like everyone around me was succeeding and I couldn't have been more happy for them. But I'm like, damn, like mm-hmm. the, all those like pessimistic, crappy thoughts that I don't ever have have been creeped into my mind. I'm like, why, why can't I catch a break? And then yeah. every time that those thoughts came in my head, I'm like, well, what, what a 
terrible attitude to have. Ooh, why can't I catch a break? Whatever. And I'm like, it's just weird, man. I You're pulling a Casey. You were beating yourself up for beating yourself up. Yeah, I went, I mean, I went down a a rabbit hole and it was. Talking about mental health. Yeah, it was bad, man. I, I don't think that. I'm not a, obviously everyone knows I'm not a doctor and like yes I have chronic mental illnesses um but I don't think that like I what I want to say is that Justin went through a season of depression I don't want to say no like doubt. there's quote unquote seasonal depression where people get more sad in the winter and more sad in the I don't say more sad they experience more symptoms in the winter than they do in the summer and vice versa I don't want to say it like that but I mean like when I say season I mean like a time period in your life and it was like mm-hmm. that season depression like it hurt man it was hard uh, once again, I'm not trying to act like, oh my God, whatever. I mean, it was just for a, a couple months, but like, it's real, it's really weird because I, I really pride myself on being glass half full, positive, finding some kind of silver lining in everything. I, I literally try to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a conscious effort in regards to my entire life. I, excuse me. I try to find something. And whenever that's your freaking mantra, whenever that's like your daily goal and you are having a hard time finding anything, mm-hmm. like I was just like, what in the, there was days where I had a hard time getting out of bed and that is so not me. Like I'm like, all. I'm like, dude, I, if by, if I'm, I'm sleeping in, if it's nine o'clock in the morning, the like, only time I've seen you not get out of bed is when you had COVID. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But like. I don't know, man. It was weird, and it made me have a different kind of perspective on everything we've already spoke about because I, nobody's invincible. Mm-hmm. Nobody, it doesn't matter how happy you are or how Nobody can be immune or to it. What, what you project to the outside world. Like, I mean, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it was weird. Shout out to my friends. Um, I don't know. I'm sure some of them knew, but I'm sure a lot of them didn't because mm-hmm. I tried really hard to not let anybody know. Because, I mean, quite frankly, it's nobody's problem but my own, and I was like, I can, um, I'll, figured out and I did but there was just I don't know man it's it's weird and like you said earlier I think it's just knowing that there's people in your corner helps mm-hmm. um, I didn't necessarily utilize it because that's just the kind of person I am but you got in your full all the time <laughs> so uh, we made it out to the other side and we're, we're good and like I said I'm just throwing the positivity out there because I don't mm-hmm. for any I would go through a thousand times the same negative shit I went through just to see you succeed as much as you have in the last couple of months. Like that's, it makes it all worth it that you during the worst parts of my life, you were experiencing some of the most positive. Well, I hate that. No, no but I'm that's not, not, I don't want to do I'm that. Not, I'm not meaning it. Like I just hear myself and I'm like, God, it sounds so freaking corny. That's, no, not, that's not corny. That's it makes not, me sound like a selfish asshole. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm getting at is like, it, it's worth it because in my worst season, like you were using, it was like your come up. And then. But I would not I, have but, been. But I, <laughs> you talked about this. Like I have. I would not have been. Okay. In this whole quote unquote come up season. Because I had been forced to. So when I got a promotion. Um, I had to leave the store that I was working at. And go to a completely different town. I've never worked with. Have never even seen any of these people in my life before. And. I've only ever worked at one location before. I've never had to move. So I had to go to Mansfield and then I had to meet all these new people. And I'm also trying to prove myself. And I'm also taking 
a million classes because I'm trying to finish this degree. And I am also trying to keep it together because I'm trying to keep my head on my shoulders without <laughs> letting it spin off the way I know that it would. Breathe. And so, see, and whenever <laughs> I came home and you were here, that got me through everything that I like. It was a great season of come up and all kinds of things, but people don't ever really talk about even though you're coming up in the season like it's still hard it's scary it's it's un like it's a bunch of unknowns and so like my mental health been and that sounds terrible that sounds god that sounds like a freaking leech but like my (laughs) mental health was pretty stable way more stable than it would have been (laughs) if you weren't home like it like if I had the worst day of my entire life but I come home at three you know, used to, you wouldn't get home until seven or so. I came home and you were already here. And by five 30, I was completely fine. Yeah. It just took a little bit of time to just sit with you and let you hug me for two hours. Like <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I am not grateful that you were in a bad place and I would never ever wish that upon you, mm-hmm. but it was very good for me. God, that's not, I'm such a, no, I, 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 no, <laughs> I, it, didn't, it, didn't come, it did not come off that way at all. I will say this. So there's not a lot that I can speak on on this whole topic or whatever, but I will definitely say this to anyone out there, men, women, young, old, whatever. If you are at a job that, regardless of what it is, doesn't matter. I'm not using any names, any specifics. If you're at a job that is benefiting you only in a financial way but it is a detriment to your life your happiness your relationships your mental health your everything else you can find money i can assure you of that leave that job if you don't hear anything else leave it because that was the best decision i've ever made was leaving my shit ass job that robbed me of any ounce of happiness that I had. It was consuming me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've had people come up to me and be like, "What is this?" Is I mean, a while back, but they're like, "Dude, you're just like a shell of yourself." And it's because I was obviously physically exhausted because just working, but like I was mentally and emotionally tapped. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to talk about anything i don't want to whenever justin gilly doesn't want to do anything on the weekend on friday and saturday that's when you know something is up i would (laughs) i've never been more unhappy in my life and i would have taken the last couple months of me being down and out i will take those couple months over that job any day of the week Mm -hmm. because i was literally miserable i was dying it was the worst casey told me many times i'll never forget that i called you on the job that day when i knew i was something happened And it was the final straw, and I called you. I was like, hey, I'm going to fucking quit. And you were like, do it. You should have done it a long time ago. And I quit. And, I I mean, it's just. We'll figure it out. I don't care. Do you talk about somebody that is Mr. You know, dot your I's, cross your T's, and, you know. Responsible to a fault. God, I I hate that about myself. I cannot jump off the deep end. I need to have 20 safety nets up. When it comes to me and my family, I don't take. very type A. I do not. Do not take risk when yeah. it comes to that shit. You know, outside of that, yeah, that's different. But like, and I'm when all it comes, like, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to me and my wife and my household, and like, I don't play, mm-hmm. none. Like that, that's I'm a very outgoing person, but not when it comes to this. I need like, we're, we're straight edge when it <laughs> yeah. in my mind. And I've never been the dude that's like, fuck it. I didn't even think twice. 
called you basically to get confirmation. You were like, do it. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And I don't regret that one bit. I, yeah. Not, I, I mean, literally all the crap that I've gone through, like it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I would, I would take those down and out days. Then the paycheck that was, cause I was, I was miserable. I literally said that from the first day that you quit. I was yeah. like, I would like, you were already different within one day because, yeah. <laughs> because I don't even say different. You were back to yourself. It was just like, and I even told you that I was like, you are not anything. You are not Justin right now. What is this? Like this. Yeah. And it's that job, you know? And, um, whenever you first started mentioning like you being unhappy and didn't want to work there much longer, it was like a year before you actually quit. Yeah. And so, and like when I first started hearing you talk that like that, my ears, my eyes got, as I say, my ears got big, my <laughs> eyes got real big and I'm like, uh, Hmm, maybe not. Maybe you shouldn't yet. Like, mm-hmm. I maybe we just do it a little bit longer because mm-hmm. we're going to live in a box. And then, like, <laughs> by the end of it, I'm like, leave that job. I don't care if I have to work 24 hours every single day. Get out. You are yeah. not the same person. And then so. the first day that you weren't there anymore, I was like, ah, my honey. <laughs> my honey's back. <laughs> it was weird, man. It's like a, it's, it was just draining and i'm sure that there's other people out there right now that are experiencing that and don't take what i said to to heart like i mean if you don't have anything lined up don't put yourself in jeopardy but i'm just it's not worth it you know like i i would have swept the floors at you know freaking the gas station if i had to but luckily it didn't get to that point but i'm like i was just miserable dude just absolutely miserable Mm -hmm. at that job and i finally just said you know took control of it and realized that my my marriage and my friendships and my mental well-being and my physical and emotional health were worth more than any amount of money. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. And I don't regret it one bit. You yeah. know, like it is what it is. But I mean, we came out the other side and I couldn't be more thankful. And, you know, like I'm I'm so like full of gratitude for everything that's going on in our life right now. And I'm, I'm just ex- so excited to see where the next couple months take us mm-hmm. and uh, including everybody that's close to us. But um, I will say this, that uh, I showed you something earlier, kind of going back to the whole, like, struggle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody that listens to Rated JG knows that I am an MMA fanatic. Mm-hmm. I love, specifically the UFC, but I love mixed martial arts. And Casey has become a fan of it just by being around me <laughs> for <Osmosis>. so long. <laughs> yeah. But um, one of my favorite... Yes, I know what osmosis means, yeah. by the no. way, before anyone that's listening is like, oh my God, this girl's an idiot. But one of the uh, one of my favorite fighters is somebody that's not very well known. He's not a top 10 fighter. He's never been a championship contender, but he's just charismatic and I like him. And his name is Khalil Roundtree. For all of you that want to go look him up on Instagram, he's a great follow. But he's a light heavyweight, which means he fights at 205 pounds. He's a, a big dude. He's... There was a point in time where he was supposed to be, like, projected to be really, really high up in the company, mm-hmm. uh, a prospect, and he ended up moving to Thailand to focus on Muay Thai, and if I've been following him forever, and you could just kind of see on his page and his profile that he was, like, posting weird stuff, because he's very goofy, charismatic, like... Mm-hmm. And things just happened. He put on a lot of weight, and he was not fighting anymore, and he, like, in a different country. It was weird. But long story short, he has recently came out about, like, how he was suffering so badly from, like, depression and, Mm -hmm. like, just anxiety and mental health as a whole, Mm -hmm. which, number one, to me, was super cool that this guy, not, not his struggles, excuse me, like, 
it, it was it was cool that he, a guy of his physical stature and professional lane, mm-hmm. chose to utilize his platform and talk about something like this. Like that's you don't. Oh God, a, a mixed martial artist in the UFC has anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Boo, freaking who? You know, like no, he's talking about it. It's really cool, and um, he posted this thing, and I showed Casey. Was it today? I think mm-hmm. I showed it. And um, he's been very vocal about how he was suffering, and he's coming out the back end of it now. Mm-hmm. And he's so happy. He's got this girl that's supporting him. I don't know if they're dating or married or whatever, but he looks like he's getting back to his old self, and he's posting training videos, and he's got a fight coming up. And he posted this cat, this uh, Instagram picture of him like in the weight room with like UFC clothes on and stuff. And uh, it was really, really cool, and I wanted to bring it up to her and get her opinion on it because I feel like he articulated it in a way that a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Like it was not. He he showed tough love, yeah. and it's very it's something yes. that's very hard to do in the field of mental health because a lot of times, like I said earlier, sometimes I need Justin to like encourage me, and then the very next day I'm like, leave me alone. I I can't do it. Like right. stop. You know. So so for those of you out there, I feel like he took an approach to it. Like if I. I I don't want to say that this is how I would do it because I don't know, but he, the way that he articulated this really resonated with me uh-huh. and I'm going to read. So bear with me. I'm going to read it. It's a little long, but I can get through it in pro- probably 30 seconds to a minute. So he said, I've been preaching mental health and speaking up. So here's what I'm going through. Everybody around me seems to be suffering from something. I hate that word. I absolutely hate it. And I will not tolerate it in my life anymore. I will not use it. I will not accept it. I will do everything to stop my pain, fear, inabilities, etc., but I will not claim suffering over my life. The word itself brings me sadness, and I hate it. I love so many people, but I can only feel bad for them so long before I'm drained of my own empathy. So please, try not to use that word around me. The way that I see it is, we suffer when we've stopped trying, stopped fighting, or are looking for ways to free ourselves of something. Don't be so quick to submit. Find a way out or get away. Um, Be more conscious of your words if you want my genuine help. Because if you tell me you're suffering from something and we're in the same room, trust me, you're far from suffering. I'm just speaking my mind. I don't even know what I'm trying to say other than I don't like the word or the use of the word when in my heart I know that there are people that are truly suffering. Mm -hmm. We We have to toughen up and realize that things are that things being hard and hurting are a part of growth. You don't get stronger without having to go through pain. And I'm like, that was so well put. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure a lot of people will take offense to that, but like I guess I've been following him for so long I know that it wasn't any kind of way malicious. I, I think the reason that I was receptive to it is cuz I'm in a good place today. Yeah, that's So uh, yeah, if that's I true. were if I were not in a good headspace today and I heard that, I would be offended. You know what I mean? Like, not even necessarily offended, but it's like, you don't get it. Like, yeah. you know, but but being in a, I feel like because I am in a healthy place today, but <laughs> tomorrow he, may be different, who knows, but I, I can take it for what I think that he meant it to be. So let me ask you this, knowing that he is an advocate, for, he stands for everything that you stand for, uh-huh. and he has a massive platform to do it on, Yeah. why does his his way of articulating his feelings about the same topics that and he's on the same team as you. Mm-hmm. Why would you take it offensively if you know what the general sentiment is behind it? You're right. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm not I, calling you out. I'm, no, no, I'm no. asking. So I think that a lot of people that 
so when I, I'm quick to quip, when I'm quick <laughs> to get offended by, um, you know, like all types of people saying, oh, you don't need medicine. Medicine's bad for you. Like, you know, the Joe Rogan's out there. Well, why don't you just take THC and I have X, Y, and Z experience? Well, you don't have mental illness. Like all these people that are preaching, you don't need medicine. It's not, you know, you can just try harder or whatever. Like that pisses me off because you don't, you don't get to talk about something that you're not going through. Well, guess what? This guy is going through it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I get it. You know why? Because I have it. So I don't have, it's not like I'm speaking on something I don't know. It's not like I'm sick of hearing my depressed friends talk and I'm sick of, you know, them making me feel sorry for that. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm sick of feeling sorry for myself. You know, when I hear those words, it almost makes me feel like he's talking to himself. Like, yeah, maybe he's used the word suffering. Maybe he literally thought he was suffering. And so it's like one of those things that it's like, I'm not suffering like suffering, like strips using that word. I think of someone that is just completely stripped of hope that is completely like helpless. And they're, they're like acting like the world is happening to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I, I am helpless. I can't do anything. Like my hands are tied and all this is happening to me and there's nothing I can do about it. That's what I think about suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, when I say struggling is a much better, this is what we're talking about. Like I, I think that suffering is a very, um, I think it's a cop out word because I think that that's you, like he said, like surrendering. It's like you're giving up the fight. Struggling means that you're going back and forth with something that you're having a hard time with. I feel like, yes, that that's a perfect way of putting it. But I, when I hear the word suffer, I directly correlate that to like, you've succumbed to something Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I suffered a, a, broken leg mm-hmm. or I suffered this that and the other struggling means that you're like continuing to like fight it yeah for lack of a better mm-hmm. term yeah it's like a like a ongoing battle I think of like a tug of war type yeah. situation yeah. like when I think of a struggle mm-hmm. that's what I think of and I whenever you're suffering it's literally like you threw in the towel and it's like <laughs> I'm done I quit yeah yeah and that's a good there is no it. I quit mm-hmm. there, there's not one I'm sorry like yeah. there's you know there are I know there are other ways to quit, but I'm, I'm saying like if you have any intention or any desire to not be a victim, mm-hmm. if you have any intention to fight back with something, suffer is not the right word to use. That's true. Because it, it completely takes you out of the picture. It's like you, ha- you can't help. Your- yes, you mm-hmm. can. You can always help yourself. Right. Even if it feels like you can't, you can. Mm-hmm. And I, I and know this don't know because how, I've experienced it a million times. If like you, If you don't know how, you can ask for help. There's people who may be able to give you a different, fresh perspective on whatever it is mm-hmm. that you can't seem to navigate through. Mm-hmm. Um, I did look this thing up, too. I haven't showed this with you yet or shared this with you yet, but um, everyone knows BetterHelp.com, the uh-huh. one that has, like, the virtual yeah, yeah, and yeah. coaching. They, it's, it's like... Um, counseling, but you can either do, like, video calls or you don't even have to see them. It's a really cool... I used it in one of my... Uh, my projects in school. It's such a cool company. That's crazy. It's such a cool company. But um, they posted this the other day, and I saved it to show you. But um, it was eight ways that you can help uh, spread awareness for Mental Health Awareness Month. And number one is share your story. Number two is educate yourself on mental health and wellness, which is probably the most important in mm-hmm. my eyes. Three, talk to a therapist. Four, focus on your self-care. Five, support those around you. Six, support a mental health nonprofit. Uh, let me see here. Sorry. Seven, what was that? Six? 
Yes. Seven is download the free toolkit from Mental Health America, which has like, it's like an app that has like so many different avenues that you can click on and kind of hmm. point you in the right direction. And the last one is address any stigmas that you have, which I feel like is what we're trying to do here. Right. So um, that's just one. <coughs> Bless you. I'll cut that out. Um, but that is just one company's little, I mean, just a little blog post or something. But yeah. that I feel like there's that's that covers a lot of bases, and that's something that you can do to help. If you feel helpless, I promise you there's not. There, you're not. You can do something. Yeah. So, shit, we're, I mean, we're way over an hour already, but. If you want to do something like that, message us. Uh-huh. Talk to us, dude. I promise you, we there's no judgment. I have one million resources mm-hmm. in my brain bank that I would love to share with people. Like mm-hmm. no judgment, dude. I, I'm whatever. This is an ongoing thing. Casey and I learn more and more about it all the time. I'm just kind of looking at it from the periphery. I'm just trying to support you, but I mean, I'm not stupid. I mean, if you have questions or anything, I'm sure I can help out in some way, and I know that you're more than willing to as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, I mean, I feel like we covered a lot of bases. Is there anything else that you wanted to say before we wrap it up? Not right now. I can't think of anything. I'll think of something four hours later, but it's got it all out. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. So in conclusion, once again, just take everything that we said today with a grain of salt. We're not special. We're just two people that are trying to talk about it and make it a little less weird or, or a little, a little less, less taboo a little less taboo and if i hope that this resonated with you guys they the the ones in the past we've had a absolutely insane amount of support on mm-hmm. so thank you all for that oh actually in closing this is a good thing um i just got a notification that rated jg has exceeded 5000 downloads just since i moved platforms so from this platform, and I used to use Anchor, all concluded that puts us at 8,000 downloads. That's nuts. That's freaking crazy, man. Oh, Be- like you real, real. No. <laughs> hell no. God, I, Where's I, that blue check mark? I'm the worst podcaster ever. I do these like once a month now. But, dude, 8,000 downloads. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's – I appreciate you guys, and I hope that for whatever reason y'all keep coming back, I, 